right, here we are. Today is March 28th. It's Burlington on the Spot. I am live up in Fort Morgan with Jim Crone, who is the former sheriff of Morgan County. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Do you want to give us a little background? Um, 38 years in law enforcement, all here in Morgan County. Uh, 20 of them as the elected sheriff here in the county. A lot of, lot of background while I was here interacting with, with uh, law enforcement agencies, basically all in the Northeast Colorado, and with our sheriff's organization involved with sheriffs all over the state, out of state, um, did, a, did a tour down on the uh, uh, Mexico, New Mexico border, wow. uh, seeing some of the border issues that were going on with the, the sheriffs and the border counties down there to kind of get a better idea of what they were facing down there years before you know, some of the mass exodus started occurring that's going on right now. Right, and then you also had a background in EMT as well, right? I was. I was also a, a paramedic. I was on our ambulance service here for 30 years, and so it, I had some medical background as, as well and had some medical experience when it came to um, some of the drug stuff. I had knowledge as a, a medical provider as, as well as from a law enforcement angle. Well, great. And uh, the main reason, obviously, I'm up here, and this will be on the post, uh, on the title of the post, is Burlington. I'm, I'm up from Burlington, and we have a big vote next week. And uh, it's it's going to be a vote about retail, the legalization of retail marijuana. And the main reason I came up here is because that's something you guys have gone through. So can you give us a little bit of background on that, when it happened, and just information as far as that goes? You know, I... I don't remember the year it happened. I remember when they first started talking about it. Uh, our county commissioners were, were not in favor of having anything at the county level, but obviously that was going to be up to the municipalities. And really the only municipality that, that entertained the idea was Log Lane Village. So when they started looking at it, there were people came out that were, uh, I guess, trying to sell the idea to council to, uh, to bring those businesses here. So we heard proponents, we heard opponents, but back when this happened, um, really there was not much business had occurred yet in the state of Colorado. And, and obviously Colorado was one of the first states that legalized medical and then recreational marijuana. So we didn't really have a lot to go from. There wasn't a lot of people we could talk to to say, okay, how's this going to work? We just didn't know. With my, with my background over, over the years, we've done a lot of drug enforcement here. I, I am not pro-drug at all. Uh, but I'll tell you that, that at least with marijuana, I've learned enough about marijuana up till then and even, even afterwards that like with a lot of substances out there, there are medical applications for it. And, and I think that having that ability that they could maybe legalize it so people that truly could benefit from it uh, would be able to have access to it. But in reality, when the medical marijuana uh, programs hit, I think it was one of the biggest frauds that was ever perpetrated on the state of Colorado because when we started talking to the people with the health department and so on to find out just the age limits of the people that were getting these, their medical cards were young. Really? And, and everybody had, you know, nondescript pain and, you know, some of those things where, how many people out there, young people, have already experienced a lifetime where they're in chronic pain? Obviously, there are accidents, and there's a lot of other scenarios. But to see that told us that people are they're getting the medical cards so they, they can just get high. They're not doing it for the medical purpose. They're doing it to get high. 
Um, so because of that experience, when they wanted to start doing the recreational, I kind of saw the same thing maybe happening. But obviously for recreational, it didn't matter. You didn't have to show up and tell anybody why you wanted to get a buzz off the stuff. It was like alcohol. It didn't matter. It's legal, and as long as it's regulated, then you can do what you want. Um, some of the attitudes that we saw once recreational marijuana hit were a lot of the people were out there like, it's legal, you can't do anything to me. Well, no different than alcohol. There are restrictions. You can't drive high. Um, you can't use it in public. You can't be underage. You can't dispense it. And all those other things that uh, were, were the same as, as for alcohol. Um, and when the people came into during the, the community meetings and talked about how uh, the black market would go away once, once recreational marijuana hit, uh, that uh, nobody ever died from you know marijuana overdose. First of all, I knew the black market was a line. That was not going away. The cartels have far too much money invested in the marijuana trade with the United States probably being the biggest uh, user by far. Hmm. That's not going to go away. They're, they're still going to, and they still push it. Uh, but I guess in, in the years after it's happened, you kind of saw two factions. You, you saw the people that couldn't afford recreational marijuana that you would buy from the stores, so they were still buying it off the street. The recreational marijuana they're selling, is, it's expensive. It's not like going out here and buying a dime bag out here on the street. You're not going to get that kind of product. Obviously, you're getting a lot higher higher potency product than, than you're getting out of there, but you know, I guess it's no different than the alcoholic that will you know, go to 7-Eleven and buy a 40 of, of beer rather than going to the liquor store and you know and buying a gallon of you know the best whiskey. Moonshine. Or yeah, absolutely. Right. So um, when, when those things were brought up, we didn't have any way to say you're absolutely right or we couldn't refute it. Uh, we're, we're basically the, 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 the canaries in the room. You're like the test case for this happening. Are. We're going to see how this is going to work. And I, and I have to say, once, once Log Lane accepted it, um, the shops were very uh, open to us, being very open with, with the business that they did. They're heavily regulated. Right. And, and there's, there's no question about that. I, I never had any... Any question on the business owners that were doing business? We, um, with them having to be able to basically track every plant, every piece of product that comes in and out of their facility, we figure, okay, the black market is probably not going to be moving in on this. Um, could that change over time once the criminal element figures a way to do this to make more money? I, I could see that happening at some point. Uh, if if, if there's a criminal element and there's a, a buck to be made, people will figure that out. But the way the business has been run, um, I, I've had no issue and I've not heard any issues once I've retired of this is now becoming a problem. The biggest problem that we started to see was the influx of people that were coming in here to buy the product. Not everybody that showed up at the store were here from Morgan County. There were people coming in from all over. You follow traffic down the interstate uh, from either direction and the number of out-of-state plates that were getting off at the log lane exit, which is 
basically nobody from out of state has a reason to get off there. Um, <laughs> right. Was this the, cl- the closest place then? Because it's in Julesburg. Am I right about that now? Right. Or, or, but at the beginning, it wasn't there. It the, was, the closest were, uh, there were some shops in Greeley and uh, I think Garden City, maybe not Greeley, but like in Garden City. And then there were obviously some in the, in the metro area. But initially, between uh, us and the state line, there, this was uh, it. Or in the metro area, we were it. Um, and so... Every time I was out there, I would I would drive through just to make note of how many out of state license plates, and it was, you know, five to one easily wow. all the all the time. What was, I guess a little bit disturbing to me was to see the number of commercial vehicles that were parked outside the shops, and whether they were doing business like um, everybody else coming through, they're they're picking up a, a load to take back for for their friends, or whether they were going to be using the product that they were picking up here while they were behind the wheel. You know, it wouldn't be much different than seeing a commercial vehicle outside of a liquor store. But still, the the potency of the marijuana is is a whole different animal than alcohol. Obviously, it affects your brain and it, and it makes chemical changes in your brain. But this is it's a different product. Um, and that's why you're not allowed to drive under the influence of this or, you know, prescription drugs or alcohol. Um but just the amount of people that were coming in here, and a lot of the people we ended up contacting, and we didn't sit outside the stores and stop people when they were leaving, but the amount of people that we would stop, no different than any of the drug interdiction stuff that occurs on the interstates and so on. If, if you have to stop a vehicle for a traffic violation and you walk up and the, the smell was, and it's no smell like any of the marijuana we ever dealt with. You might be able to you know, pick up a smell of burned marijuana, but the raw marijuana, you'd walk up to a car. Literally, there were times you could smell it before you got to the car. And people were just oblivious. Oh, I don't need marijuana in a car. Like, I guess, my God. Right. Are your senses of smell now gone? Um, and it was just it was just overpowering. But but the the number of people that were come through, and I'm trying to, I can't remember what the term is, but people would, would collect money from their friends. And out of state, you could only possess so much per person. Well, they knew how many people they had to bring and how much they could buy. And not all of that was, you know, they bought more. You could only purchase so much per transaction. Per, so per, per person, right? Per like two person. ounces? Is per, that? Um, I, you know, I hate to say it. I don't remember what right. that was. And it was different for out-of-state because you had to show identification. And there were different set of rules for Colorado, different set of rules for outside the state. So people out-of-state could not purchase as much. But still, um, they would bring a carload, four or five people. All of those people could purchase so much gotcha. per transaction. So you go do a store here, go do the store, store B, store C, store D, get back on the highway, go further west, do the same thing, repeat as you're coming out. Stop again, same places, and, and buy more product. So when you say commercial, what, what do you mean by that exactly? When you saw the commercial vehicles, like? Like, like over the uh, Truck drivers that are driving for you know a company name. Oh, okay, or, or I see what you're saying. Obviously, DOT regulated trucks, not gotcha. just not just somebody's you know farm truck or somebody that's hauling scrap metal you know here right. around town. We're, we're talking about you know big name trucks, you know companies that are that are hauling through here that would be part. Where you're worried that they would be driving under the influence, or worried about distribution? I guess e- either one, either okay. one. Um, but but still, it just showed the amount of impact that people from out of state were, were coming here 
not necessarily specifically for that reason, but while we're here, we're, we're going to load up. Right. We would stop people, and some of those people, we just didn't stop them. We got called because of suspicious activity. We had one just a few miles north of where we're at. These people were out driving through a farm field, and the people called us because they got stuck. Like, what are you guys doing? Well, we got lost. Well, you're on a state highway going from here right into Nebraska. How did you get lost? What, how'd you get off the road? That, you know, people were under the influence or people that just, you know, their, their brains, you know, something's wrong here. And you find out, okay, how much weed you got in the car? I can smell it. Oh, you know, they'd start dragging it out. Like, you're going to cross the state line and now you're, you're committing a felony because mm-hmm. you are possession with intent to dispense. That is not personal use quality that you have there. That brings me to a, a bunch of questions, actually. So what did other law enforcement, I guess it would be Nebraska, Kansas, and the states that were the closest adjacent, what was their, you know, how did they feel about this? Did you interact with well, them? I mean, They hated it because they were stopping these knuckleheads that were driving across state lines and finding them with the marijuana and putting these people in jail. And they were filling up their jails from north on Highway uh, 71 into Nebraska, and especially I-80 going into, or I-76 going into I-80. Um, those counties along um, I-80, or I-76 and then going into I-80, were taking these people off right and left all the way through Nebraska. Mm. And, and you could tell when you found them because they were packaged from the store. You know, you could get a bottle of liquor and you have no idea where that came from. But because of Colorado regulations, that stuff has to be packaged. It has to have state ID on there, labeling. And you know which facility it came from. So you know where they were at. Um, And there was actually a lawsuit filed by the state of Nebraska against Colorado because it's kind of like you're killing us, guys. Mm -hmm. You know, all this marijuana. Oh, really? They filed lawsuits. Oh, yeah, they did. I have no idea what the outcome, because it wasn't anything that affected us. And I think it was all probably just more like, hey, knock this stuff off. This is causing us a financial impact. Well, and something I just thought of about this discussion is if if you're somebody coming to Denver, right, and you're going to spend a week there or whatever, and you're using it there, you're in town, they have hotels for it, it's the outcome of that is going to be far different than somebody who's driving across the border. Then they get get caught in Kansas or Nebraska. That's life-changing. I mean, depending on the amount they have, felony, jail time, I mean, it's it's a big deal. Whereas you have a town like Burlington right on the border, like 30, I think we're 33, 35 miles from the Kansas border. A lot of people are going to be coming to grab that and go back. Absolutely. And that's a consideration for those folks as well. Absolutely. And and it's happening already. But now you're going to get that element is going to be stopping in Burlington that you're going to have some of the same things that we did. Um, Is it going to have an impact necessarily on people in town? Is it going to... we're going to be getting maybe a little more business. There's going yeah. to be a few more people stopping at gas stations and maybe getting something to eat while they're in town. Might as well grab a bite to eat. So there, there's... Some sales say, tax I, revenue, I, 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 right? Yes, yes. And I, and I hate to say there's maybe a positive impact because I, I still... I, I grew up years ago when not when marijuana was a felony unless you had, uh, you know, a huge quantity where you right. were selling it. But, but I've seen progression from marijuana no marijuana is not a gateway drug for everybody right but the people you talk to and i've i've talked to a lot of users over the years a lot of dealers families that 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 just like alcohol marijuana is is another one of those steps so and just like we're seeing in the legislature now where they're they're 
basically decriminalizing uh, a lot of of the bad drugs. You know, the, the fentanyl, the, the cocaine, the TH or the uh, uh, methamphetamine, methamphetamine. The, the synthetic drugs that are coming out there. You know, they're they're just it just seems part of a you know a grand scheme that we're we're just dumbing down America with drugs. So I guess for those people that that are proponent for this, th- there is a there there is a a positive side that could be seen by Burlington. Truthfully, I have no idea what kind of tax revenue you're going to get from this. I don't know how councils can put a sales tax on marijuana itself. There's a, some kind of a state tax. There's a state tax that we voted. And full disclosure, I am on city council. And this is a fact-finding mission. After this, I'm talking to the mayor of Log Lane, who, sure. from my discussion on the phone, she is a proponent. And uh, so we're taxing it, and then we had a, uh, we had a city hearing where people said, hey, let's get as much revenue as we can. So sure. we're working through through I, that. I, and I understand that. And I know how how, how times are tough for everybody. And, and especially with, with the law enforcement aspect, that it's harder to get cops. It's harder to keep cops. It's harder to pay cops so that you get somebody that fits in the community. You don't want them to be a stepping stone to Goodland or the metro area or somewhere like that. You want to keep those people at home. Right. Um, and, and so I, I get that. I mean, we, we dealt with that all the time down here. So I completely understand that. The biggest impact that I can say that we saw from the law enforcement aspect was the, the clientele that were stopping here mm-hmm. that were not the kind of people we really wanted stopping here. They just weren't all a bunch of, oh, you know, we're going to go down. We're going to have a, you know, a little party at our house and we'd like to try stuff. Okay, I'm sure there are people out there. But the people we're stopping, they're taking that stuff back. They're selling it. And, I mean, even if people are paying them to go pick up product, the same price, they're still, they're, they're still going back and they're selling that stuff for money. They're still dispensing it in a jurisdiction that it's no longer legal. Um, a few years after legalization in, in Colorado, we had an, a national conference that was held in Colorado that talked about the impact of marijuana on the state of Colorado. Mm-hmm. We had people from every state, and this was primarily geared toward law enforcement, but we had we had law enforcement from every state and six foreign countries wow. that came here to find out what, what did it do here. We were just starting to see some of, the, some of that impact. And, and I had people ask me, what, what, what do we do? Mm-hmm. I said, quite honestly, I wish you would legalize it. Get the monkey off our back because we're tired of it here. When it, when it was uh, medical only or not? No, this was this was after recreational yet. This was oh. after recreational. Oh, so I see what you're saying. You yeah. want these other places to legalize it so it's not just here. Yeah, and then that began to happen. Do, buy it at your place. Don't come to ours. Interesting. Keep, keep your criminal element. Keep your knuckleheads there. Don't send them here. We don't want them. Um, so that, that was the biggest thing. But I told them, in all reality, I can't tell you to do that because I don't want to wish this on you. To some degree, people say, well, it's going to happen already. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, there's people out there sexually assaulting kids, so do we want to make it easier for those people to get away with it? That is one of the oh. arguments you hear. And, you know, I, I hear it conflated that th- this isn't about it being legalized. It's legal in Colorado. What Correct. this election about in Burlington is, should it, is it good for the, the city of Burlington? Will it be a net benefit? And that's why I'm having this discussion sure. so people can hear about this. There's not a lot of these discussions that I've been able to find. Where and people have sat down in a real life scenario and gotten gotten right. feedback. And here's the other aspect that I see that would be <clears throat> more of an impact on your community than than maybe what you're seeing now. When the product is that easy to get, then people are more likely 
to run in and like, well, let's try it. Or let's get something. They'll go in and they see the packaging. Well, this looks pretty cool. Let's try it. The, the potency, like I talked about before, from when you talk about the THC contact, the tetrahydrocannabinol, that is the psychoactive ingredient in marijuana, um, is, is so low back in, back in the day. And now we're talking about, uh, especially if, if you're looking at edibles and some of the other stuff, not just the weed that, that you're smoking, but when they start um, getting the, uh, the concentrate out there, that some of these potency rates are, you know, 70, 80, 90%. When before the potency rate, smoking weed might have been 20. And maybe nowadays, maybe some of the stuff coming up from Mexico, you know, might be 50 right. by the time it reaches a consumer. So one of the things that we started seeing early on, and it certainly wasn't here, but it was all around the state with the concentrated stuff that you're getting, and it's packaged on there. It will tell you, or I, I think it's supposed to tell you the potency rate. One of the shops gave law enforcement here a kind of like a starter pack so we could see how the, the, the product was packaged, how the labeling was, so we could identify, you know, where it came from. So if right. we had an issue with underagers, we want to find out Who's where that product it. came from. Did it come from our store? Then we want to see, we'll check the barcode, we'll see when it was made, who made the sale. Yeah. Oh, somebody else bought it. It wasn't this kid. Yep. But... In this starter pack, the thing that made most impact on me was a little packet of cookies. There were four cookies in this little package. These cookies were the size of a vanilla wafer, little cookies. Serving size, one quarter cookie. So you get a cookie, and people that are used to smoking marijuana, like, okay, I get a buzz pretty quick because that's going directly into your lungs, directly into your bloodstream. Whereas if you consume something, you eat it, it has to get in there, it has to be broken down into your stomach and then absorbed in the bloodstream. So if you just got done eating a big meal, you had a full tummy of water, whatever is going on, it's going to slow that absorption. So you're not going to get that rush For as quickly as you would. And so it could be anywhere from 20, 20 to 90 minutes before you're going to start to feel the effect. Well, people get impatient. I'm not feeling anything. I'm not doing anything. For me, let's take it's, eat more. the whole cookie. And a half hour later, let's delete the other one. Then all of a sudden, it shows up, and now they're now it's ripping into them. Yeah. So instead of smoking, you know, thirty percent THC and getting whoa, I'm really getting buzzed. I better stop. Now all of a sudden, this stuff is hitting their system, and it's not going away. And it's highly potent, and it's maybe it's the first time, potent. and they're just and and they're. I mean, it's no out. different yeah. than you know, you get the teenager that has no tolerance. That all of a sudden now, you know. If, Downs four shots of, of crown and they're hammered. They're they're down on the floor. Yeah, alcohol poisoning. Yeah. So in talking to uh, a couple of our, we have two emergency rooms in in Morgan County. I talked to some of the nursing staff that were in there. So I said, so tell me about it. You know, because this isn't something that goes in the health department website or this isn't anything because of HIPAA and patient confidentiality. These aren't things that are coming out. Yeah. But in talking to the staff there, what kind of impact are you seeing people coming with marijuana-related incidents? They're coming in. Really? And, and they're showing up, and these people are coming in, and they're messed up. They're psychotic. They're, they're freaking out, and they don't know what to do. So they bring them in because I wouldn't know what to do with them. And there's nothing they can do for them. You know, if somebody's overdosing on opioids, we give them Narcan, boom. You know, they're better almost immediately. There's nothing they can do for these people other than sedate them. Okay. And, and wait for it to... them and wait for nature. It's like a cold. You just got to wait till it's gone. Huh. And so those kind of things are coming up. And then the other thing is with kids. 
you know, some of these things are being packaged that look attractive to a child. It looks like yeah. candy. It looks like that cookie. Where irresponsible well, adults. Irresponsible and adults leave that stuff laying out. Now, all of a sudden, you got a kid, you know, that's got a fifth of the body weight of, of a big adult taking this stuff, and you got a kid that's, that's got some problems. Um, we haven't seen a lot of that that, that ever crossed our desk. But, I mean, Thankfully. If it, if it rose to the level of child abuse, obviously uh, medical providers are mandatory reporters that they have to report that as child abuse. So I'm not sure really what the full scope of that is, but it, it's happening. It's not, we may not see a lot of it happening here, but it is happening. And the only reason I bring that up is because if you've got a shop here, you're more likely to see it more in the community close by than you are somebody that's just, you know, got to drive to Fort Morgan or, or they got to drive to Aurora, uh, somewhere like that to, to pick up some product. So you're yep. probably more likely to see it in your community than what you are right now. Well, and even if you're a proponent of it, I think it's fa- it's a fact that you know it's going to normalize it because those, those stores will be there. Um, and... I think an, a medical fact is that if you have marijuana before you're like 23, right, or 24, Correct. when the full development the full of your development brain, it brain. will have an impact, just like alcohol. So, sure. I, I mean. And, you know, and that's even one thing that, that I have seen with the marijuana industry is telling people, don't use until you're 25. Oh, really? Um, well, yes. that's good. And, and so I've seen that. So that's why I say the, the industry is not being irresponsible. I agree. Uh, I cannot. I can't go anything, say anything different than that, that they are yep. not being irresponsible. Um, and, and they are more regulated than alcohol by yeah. far. Uh, it's just that the, the side things that, that you're not, you don't know about until you experience it, uh, and that's why we're talking is because I'm trying to bring some of the experiences we have. Is it the end all to the world? No, it's not. But it's just one more little chip in, the, in things that are not going right in society today that, how people are going to say, well, it's happening anyway. Well, sure, it's still going to happen. But the more it's available to people, it's just like taking, you know, putting liquor stores in communities with high rates of alcoholism. What are mm-hmm. you doing? Um, so you're, you're just kind of spreading that, that propaganda and those things to happen that, you know, I hope if, if the town legalizes it, I hope you never see anything. We don't know any difference, but we've made a little revenue. Fantastic. That would be a good outcome uh, if it is. And, yeah. and the thing is, at that public hearing, you had people, like I, I kind of mentioned ahead of time when we were talking, you had people coming in to voice their concerns. I'd say it was about 90% against it. You had 10% saying, though, an older group that's saying, hey, we use this. It's therapeutic. Sure. Hey, great for them. And it's like, I'm trying to figure out, would it be good for our town, right? Because it's legal, and you could have the best of both worlds, right. p- potentially. Yeah, it's a hassle to go two hours to get it. But, I mean, if it's going to negatively impact Burlington. Sure. And, and I guess my biggest, well, and so another question, did the other counties around here, when you were, when you were sheriff, how many big cities were you sheriff of that were in your county? Just Fort Morgan, Brush, Wiggins are the biggest three towns. Okay, those are pretty area. big compared, um, <laughs> compared to Burlington. Sure. So based on Log Lane, it's how long, how many years has it been legal? Are we going on like That's seven or eight, seven or eight, like maybe a um, little longer. Have those other, have any of the other ones, has it come up to try and legalize them there that you know of? Or I guess, have they thought about it then based on positive or negative? Or? I, I think there was some discussion about the possibility of it coming to brush. But kind of the, the with the rumor mill and the social media stuff going out there, it seems like maybe that has kind of died down, that there was a, there was a small group of people that, that um, wanted to get a business going so they 
know, they, they want to profit off it. I mean, that's, I guess, part of capitalism that I guess if at least you're going to have a shop, you might as well at least have some competition so keep the prices down. But um, I, not everybody out here, I think we're a small enough community, and, and Morgan County has been a hit hard with drug issues for a lot of years. I mean, we've had drug-related homicides. We've, you know, our, our suicide rate is, is higher than, you know, the, the state average um, impaired driving, you know, critical, critical injuries and fatalities. Um, we're probably higher than the state average out here. Drug and alcohol has hit our, our county hard. And especially with us being, we kind of call ourselves a hub community mm -hmm. because we have Highway 71 from the south, 34 east and west, 71 going north, and the interstate that we've just had a lot of drug problem here over the years. So I pe think people are more aware of, of what the impact has been on our community. And I think a lot of people like, we don't want this anymore. We, you know, it, I think a lot of people out here, if it came down to a county vote that we could have uh, legal marijuana in Morgan County, may not have passed. Mm. But that's not not the, not the way it is. Right. Um, but it's just there's a potential for some can of worms to be opened that that people need to ask questions. If you're going to be a proponent, you know, one side or the other, go to the middle. And, and, and people need to educate themselves and find out what the real thing is. Talk to people in other communities that have had it and, and find out. In the bigger communities, I don't think they see the impact as much because they're so used to, you know, they've got more people, they've got more tax base, and, and so they don't see that impact quite as much. In our smaller communities, I think we've seen it a little more. Mm -hmm. Did it mean we had to hire more cops? No, but... But there were definitely times that we would see that we had a, a call that we could directly go back to, well, this caused an impact. Um, said it wasn't earth-shattering, but it was still enough. We noticed it. We could see it. And it wasn't just because, you know, I'm, I'm pretty anti-drug, but there's no dismissing, you know, the elephant in the room thing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's here. And it, it's causing us um, issues that not just for your community, but you've got friends and family that they're in Goodland, Kansas and, and right. those neighboring counties that that are maybe likely to see a little bit more of an impact because they all they have to do is go to Burlington instead of going to Aurora, that that you're they're gonna start seeing that that fallout down there. They're with Kansas and I think Kansas is still illegal for marijuana there. It is. They're they're gonna be picking up probably a few more people on the interstate. And yes, are there still traffickers coming from, from Mexico? The cartels are still running dope through here? Absolutely. You know, you see the people that get arrested, you know, on the Nebraska State Patrol where they took off this load, took off this load. Yeah, and people are coming out of Southern California and stuff. You know, those are cartel stuff. Well, They're probably not coming out of Colorado. That, that is another concern that I personally have on this issue because, so if you're a business and a cartel probably is a business, right? I sure. mean, not, not one that so. we all... So, and you see a big supply coming across, and you already said that, hey, maybe it's not a gateway drug for everyone, right? But sure. if you're seeing a supply, aren't you going to invest in other types of drugs in that area? I mean, wouldn't it make sense, or am I wrong on that? I, you know, uh, one of my concerns before this started up was, you know, the cartels probably going to say, you know what, we're not liking this competition. And I have some concerns that maybe cartels would step in and maybe try to influence, you know, let's burn this guy out. He's, you know, he's impacting our business. Hmm. I'm not sure if it impacted the business much at all. Mm. Um, I have not seen or heard any of those kind of issues that came up. So I guess that was one that I thought would be an issue that it, that has apparently not. Um, again, it's not you're not going to see much of an impact on the black market 
because there are people out there that can't afford to come in here and buy $200 worth of weed. $200 worth of weed on the street, man, I'm set for a long time. Right. They're still going to get it from where they were getting it before. They, they, we're not naive. It's already right. being. It, it's there. Um, we were still, you know, we'd find somebody with a, with a lid of marijuana that it didn't come out of a shop. You know, it came off the street. <laughs> right. we, we knew that. So when the people start saying, well, this is going to make the black market stuff go away, you can tell them that's a line of BS because that is not going to happen. We've seen it here. We absolutely know it. And everybody else knows it. You know, there's... Oh, I see what it's, you're saying. It's, it's not, not going to happen. The black market is not going to go away. The drug dealers in, in Burlington and Bona and any of those other places out there, they're not going to close up shop. It's not going to happen. They might see an initial impact because, oh, we've got the new stuff over here. We're going to go try this. And, yeah, there could be a little dry period for a while. But it's coming back. You know, people mm-hmm. are still going to go back to, you know, well, I can't afford this, so I'll just go back to buying it from Joey down on the street corner down mm-hmm. here. And, and that's just the way the way life is. If there's too damn much money in drugs for, it, it's going to keep coming. It's going to keep coming. Right. It's not going to go away. It's not. It is not. What about, uh, we had briefly touched before this on growing it. Um, cause it, our, I, I think our commissioner is on, Kit Carson County commissioner is on the record of being against it. So, so was Morgan County, Correct. right? Correct. And in the city wasn't growing it to begin with, but now they are, is that where the county is? The, the county will not. And, and I, the same goes for, I think any of the other towns that, that have councils They're they're not going to allow grows. If they're not going to sell it, they're not going to allow grows either. Gotcha. Um, initially the, and, and part of this could have had to do with with the businesses getting established and making sure that we're going to have a revenue stream before we're going to start. No different than somebody say, well, I'd like to have a brewery, but we ought to start selling beer first till we know that there's a market before we start creating right. our own beer. Right. So, so now they're doing they're doing the gross. So, and and I don't think they're they're anything big. Uh, I haven't been through Log Lane for a while, but I mean you can smell it as soon as you drive by the shops and and the uh, the buildings where where they're doing the grows. So those are going to happen, and they're secure. People that are going to grow it, um, you know, somebody wants to go. Oh, we're going to we're going to do a grow out here in the county. We're, we're going to buy some farm ground. We're going to put out here. Well, it, it's too risky, you know. Between no different than trying to grow a crop of corn. You're mm-hmm. going to lose some of that product. Right. And you, you get to start thinking about it. You're going to lose a lot of money in marijuana. There's a lot of money in marijuana. I wish there was that dang much money in corn. And but hay. as it's become more competitive, it's harder to make uh, money, I would. Let's hope so. Right. So, um, but to do it, they're going to have to do it inside. And there's going to be a lot of overhead cost. And, and so some of these people are like, well, I'm not going to spend that kind of money. But the way the regulations are that – they have to prove basically every plant that comes in the door where that's coming from. And it has to come from uh, a basically somebody, uh, a registered grower or whatever, whatever they call it. Right. So they can't buy it off the street. Hey, we're a little short. Can you go see Joey down there and buy us a couple ounces? So we, to, to we, fill yeah, they a can't, quota. They can't yeah. do that. They okay. can't do that. And, and I'm sure if they got caught, you know, they're going to rake them over the coals because they want to keep this industry going. They're not going to let that stuff go away. Um, I guess if anything that concerns me with with the current political climate is there, are they going to start letting some of this slide because, you know, we're letting everything slide on, you know, drug enforcement. Maybe we'll start letting the rules slide on the regulation. I mm. can't say that's going to happen, but no, it doesn't those seem are like concerns it. of those of us that have been around long enough that have kind of seen what's happened over the years. Like, okay, how long is this going to stay that regulated? Mm. Gotcha. I just don't know. 
So when you, and this is asking you remember back again, seven, eight years ago, but was the town pretty divided? I mean, was it a close vote? Do you remember? Was there, because I, I look at us and we're seeing signs going no, and then you see huh. social posts, people are like, yes, let's do this, you know, and, and giving their reasons. Um, was there, was it half and half or do you I, remember? I don't even remember. Gotcha. I, I really don't. We went to some of the meetings and, you know, listened to people and, and, and I definitely learned, learned some things that I didn't know. And I continue to learn as we went. Cause I, I ask questions. I, right. I want to know more, you know, you need to understand your enemy if you're going to do anything about it. So I understood. And, and I wholly believe that there are people out there that can, that can benefit from the, the, uh, THC and some of those other, and, and now all the spawning of all the uh, um, the different, uh, the CBD oils right. and all that, that, that's all spin off of that kind of stuff. Um, but I can't see where it's, um, it, it hasn't hurt anybody that is doing it for the right reasons. I've found something that works for me. I had, had a doctor tell me that I'm doing this because I got a little girl that has seizures, mm-hmm. and this is the only thing that has helped her. And if that's the case, hey. for God's sakes, do it. You yeah, do what you got to do for your kids. But then we saw the other side of that, that every Tom, Dick, and Harry was lining up that, oh, I got chronic pain, or I got this, or I got that. You don't need this stuff. You're just doing it to get high. No different than the other drugs that are out there that are being abused, the opioids. you know. And now it's like, be careful what you wish for, folks. This Now look what fentanyl is doing to people. Right. Um, and that's because it, you you chose not to use this. And yes, are there people out there that, that got pain medication pushed on them that now turned into addicts? Absolutely. For sure. That has for sure happened. But there's too many other people out there that decide to like, hey, that looks like you're feeling good. Let me try that. And now they got hooked and no different than methamphetamine, the cocaine and, you know, the bath salts and the synthetic marijuana and all the other things that have, you know, the fads that have come and go or the stuff that just, they've never gone away and they're never going to go away because as long as we have consumers here, somebody's still going to keep making it and making money and right. So I guess, you know, when you look back now, what's, what's the summary? I mean, do you feel like as it pertains to Burlington, right? Cause I'm on a fact finding sure. mission. I'm just trying to get as much information as I can. Uh, was it, was it a net benefit? Was it a net negative? I mean, what, where, where do you weigh in on that? I think we saw an impact. Like I said, it sure wasn't, it didn't throw our, our, con- our county into a turmoil because we're kind of already there already. But it was one more, we don't need another straw that might break the camel's back. We didn't need one more thing there. And and I know Burlington's got its drug problem. Everywhere's sure, got it everywhere. Now. But but from knowing, you know, your your law enforcement down there for, for many years, you guys didn't have near the problem we did. And this was just one more thing that we didn't we didn't need. Um as far as any of the, the other benefit to it, I really can't speak to it. I can say that, you know, they didn't have, they don't have any eateries in Log Lane, so that those people are probably coming into Fort Morgan, stopping at Walmart, or you know, going somewhere and spending some tax money. Sure, did we make some tax money? But you know, what other kind of offset to those? Because we don't keep those kind of stats. Mm-hmm. Well, you got arrested for DUI. You were in here. You bought marijuana from. You know, we don't put that stuff up. Yeah, there's the no wall. database. We to can't it. quantify any of that. But, but from law enforcement and me just being the sheriff, not the guys who are out there, you know, doing all of this day in and day out, um, I, I still saw it. Gotcha. I mean, I got feedback from my guys. They're like, man, I wish these guys would quit buying this crap. You know, go somewhere else. Quit coming here. Uh, that we, we saw it. And, and okay. again, it wasn't the end all. It didn't make the, the county dry up or anything like that. 
as far as the benefit from, you know, like sales tax or anything, Log Lane would be able to tell you that. And the same with right. Fort Morgan. We don't know if the sales tax went up or we made more sales tax because of, you know, these people that were coming through that stopped in Fort Morgan. Yeah. And I mean, obviously there's going to be winners. I, I get, sure. I get that. Yeah, the capitalism you had mentioned capitalism. before, there's going to be, so, well, I, you know, I thank you for going on the record and having this, this discussion because I think it's been very level. I mean, you've come at it from a very fair perspective. So any, any so last, do it. yeah. Any <laughs> last thoughts or, um, for Burlington, our votes next Tuesday. Yeah. I, 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 I guess from, from my, drug background, I would say, don't go there. Let everybody else, let everybody else have, have the issues. But on the other hand, if it does happen, you know, it's, it's not going to be the end of the town. Um, there's, there's so many more factors involved right now between societal factors and parents and all of the different things that are going on in our society right now that are just contributing to that issue that until we change a lot of things, the demand's not going to go away. It's still going to keep coming. Um, it, it's a whole lot bigger thing than, than that, but it's just one more thing that's just making a hurdle for us to try to fix what's wrong in our country and, and with our society and try to get to a better playing field. Okay. We'll leave it at that, and that, that's great information. Thanks again for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Troy. Okay. <laughs>